This week on The Reverse, Dick, after several years of in-depth research and meticulous product testing, we would like to announce the Glow Hopo will go waterless. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm sitting opposite Matt Allen and we're back banging on again for another week, Matt. We're here for 276, as you say, John, a Sunday afternoon. Another warm one here in Perth, Western Australia. And it's a pleasure to have you join us wherever you are in the world, lady or gentleman. Doing yeah. that, that individual talking thing again. Let's not assume that there's more than one person listening. Of course, the most important person that's listening is, is you. you. That's right, Matt. How was your hockey week? Very man? good, mate. Very good hockey week. Busy week. Uh, more coaching, um, family game. Oh, uh, big news was in the uh, little competition we've got with the Magpies against the Hawks, two teams from each, the uh, men's over 40s. It was semi-final time. You might remember I mentioned it last week. Uh, and the Magpies were victorious in both games, so it's a Magpie v Magpie clash this Wednesday night, 7.30 at the Nest. It's going to be a blockbuster. Um, did I score? Yeah, I did. I, well, I did get the fourth goal in, in our game. Yeah, I was played at fullback for the first half. Didn't concede any goals. Um, we went comfortably. I think we were 3-0 up with maybe 10 to go. I thought maybe they needed to be... Be a bit more clinical in the forward line. Of course. We had created, You'd be the a, man to call on it, uh, created a fair share of chances and, um, Nick has ran the baseline. I was there yeah, on the near post see. unmarked. Arr, arr, nice. Arr. No, just a, just a sweep, just a sweep connected. Keeper didn't even see it inside, uh, the, the left, uh, left kicker and just inside the, yeah. the left post. Embarrassing really, but it's hard with, something well so no it's something <laughs> when when something's hit with that kind of quality there's only one place it's going John that's the back of the net <laughs> uh, and I'd like to thank all of my friends for um making that goal possible uh, fabulous uh, it just, just took just pity on me really every year it seems to be that the two Fremantle plate teams play other sides in the semi-finals so they never seem to play each well, other cause, no because we played Top two, we were top two, so it's one v four, two v three. because oh. it's only one round of, that, of semi-finals. That miraculously happens every year. Well, it's just because we're a little bit better. That's all. That's that's no. It's just we're very very good, and it's by blocking out some of the big clubs <laughs> and stopping them from joining the competition. Do you, do you want to know the real rationale with it? Is that we just want it shared between our two clubs. And if you get another club in that has a turf... Yeah, but no other they're club gonna, is, they're gonna who, do, who are the two Fremantle teams that play in the grand final every year sharing it's only, it two, with? it's only two years. Who are they sharing it with? Sharing what? Well, you said our two clubs. Yeah, no, it's a, um, the Hawks. Yeah. They, they host one week. We host the next week with the four teams. Well, last year we had six teams. Two dropped out. Why? Because you're too good. Because you're too good for it. <laughs> okay. Oh, news and results. Well, we've obviously heard the big news from the last week of hockey. Uh, Pro Picking League. up that absolutely vital four goal, fourth goal in a 4-0 victory. 4-1. 4-1. Yeah. Oh. The one was conceded when I was up front, not in defence. Just saying. <laughs> Um, have there been any results? Can yeah, we do yeah, the yeah. Indoor World Cup. Yeah, if we've results, done, all, we've yeah, done yeah. all, we've done all that. That's stuff. right. It was over um, 
Pro League women has concluded over in Sydney. Uh, maybe we didn't cover last week. Uh, Germany 3-0 winners over China. Then there was a 3-3 draw between Australia and Germany with Germany 2-1 victors in the shootout. Uh, and we've got... Uh, so China have stayed in this part of the world. They're now in New Zealand, joined by the USA to play in the women's comp, obviously. Yeah, the US beat. Um, well, USA, Zealand, USA and New Zealand had a 1-1 draw, and it was a 2-0 shootout victory for oh, the USA okay. in that game. Then New Zealand had a 1-1 draw with China, and it was a 2-1 victory in the shootout to China. So, uh, yeah, not great on two... two 1-1 draws for New Zealand to get things kicked off there. They'd be expecting a bit better, I would think. We've also got um, European Indoor Club Championships happening at the moment uh, in Combray in France. It's the women's competition and in... Where's the men's competition? Mannheim in Germany. Uh, that's all underway. And if you're listening today, Sunday, because I'm sure John will get this out fairly swiftly after we've finished recording you can get some live stream action on the eurohockeytv.org uh, website i'm looking at it now john less than two hours time we've got slavia prague versus partiel yeah. in the men's yep. combray versus hk zelina in the women's there's quite a lot of streaming going on everywhere at the moment isn't there? there's enough going on but i'm just too lazy on the um, at the Hockey Live handle on oh. Twitter and Facebook to post anything because nobody tags us in. So, look, if you're not doing the work, I ain't going to do the work. Well, it's not really work, is it? No. As far as it's just an extra line. Yeah. Put, at the Hockey Live, tag it in, I'll get notified, then I can share. But if you don't tell me, I ain't going to know. Am no, I, John? No. Oh. I just see all these clips bobbling up and stuff all over the place. You know, your indoors and your outdoors. Um, I did see a post from award-winning uh, journalist Stephen Finn later on his at the hook at the hook hockey Twitter channel that Railway Union have finished or are guaranteed to finish in the top two in the women's competition, which means they'll definitely make it through to the top tier of Euro uh, Euro indoor women's hockey. The first Excellent. Irish side to do so since '94. Well done. Nin- 1994. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, what else has been going on, John? Any other results? results? Or, I can't think of anything. There's, um, you, I haven't. There's the today. 13th Hockey India Senior Women's National Championship. Oh. That, that's happening in uh, Andhra Pradesh at the moment. Uh, Adisha beat Kerala 13-0. Madhya Pradesh beat uh, Telangana 36-0. <laughs> Hockey Himachal beat Hockey Gujarat 10-1. And uh, Andhra Pradesh and Hockey Bengal had a nil-nil draw. Oh, wow. Um, so maybe uh, some of that a little bit unbalanced there. Um, 36. It is available to view. In, are they playing uh, two halves or they've gone to the quarters in India? Oh, they'll be quarters. They'll be quarters. Um, 60 minutes of hockey. So you, you can uh, view this on the fan code app. Um, hockey fans can watch the tournament for free www.fancode.com. Now, Fancode, I think they've just signed up to deliver live streaming of all Indian domestic hockey, so all of the different wow. championships that right. are happening around about. So that's really promising. And so, yeah, Fancode.com, uh, Andhra Pradesh okay. in uh, Kakinada. So, good stuff. Fancode, 
maybe check out some live stream free hockey. Uh, also on the Watch.Hockey app as well, there seems to be, there seems to be, I saw an advert and something popped up on Reddit the other day about a, Oh, a life of a great an, place to stay li, for li, life of an international hockey no not an, not an official <laughs> retreat no um like life of an international hockey player or playing for my country or something yeah. like that in a in a kind of flashy kind of netflix style haven't watched it but i will do um if you've watched it then give us a review you can send it through on all the socials to us twitter facebook and instagram all at the reverse stick if you don't want to announce it to the rest of the world a little quiet email would be appreciated that can go to matt at the reverse net or john at net. get in touch you are listening to the reverse stick the global hockey podcast speaking of the glow hope home Matt, are we going to update urbanize our glow hope even more do we add bro glow hope ho bro well i think it's already been said on the streets is it uh yeah yeah like oh, well i i heard a couple of what would they have been? Oh, Maybe seven, okay. seventeen, seventeen-year-olds actually walking out of the club the other night after they'd been playing some uh, some youth hockey, and uh, one of them said to the other, it's, uh, "What are we going to listen to on the on the way home?" Glow ho po, bro. And the other one, I saw him look and he nodded and smiled. Glow ho po, bro. Yeah. And off they went, big smiles on their faces, parade in hand. Now I'm going to put something out here. I think we should start a secret. Glow Hopo Society, yep. Matt, because the only people that really know Glow Hopo are people who listen to this podcast. Like the Simon Masons? I mean, sorry, like the Masons? Yes. Like the <laughs> yes. Instead of a handshake, yeah. just sidle up to someone in a pub and go, Glow Hopo. Or pitch side at a hockey Pitch side at a hockey game. Yeah, in the pub's probably a bit weirder. Yeah. But, Much lower percentage or opportunity of catching somebody that might know what you're talking about. But yeah, pitch side. Pitch side. What about even... Umpire abuse. Hey? Oh, bloody hell, umpire. Glow ho No, no, no. What, did, no, it, what no. did he say? I think we've got to get Only it those that know, no. Only those that know, no. But then, people, you've got to be out, you know, secret. Oh, oh, right. So you Just don't. Just stand next to someone and go. Right. So you wouldn't wear a t shirt with it on, for example? No. No. Glow ho bro. And if they look at you and go, what? Just ask oh, something. Oh, nothing. Sorry, no. no nothing. Oh, sorry, you, you look like um, a friend of mine, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if they just look at it and go, Gloho Po Bro, you know that you're Gloho Po Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Something to work on. We'll get our social media team onto that. No, we won't. We don't want people to know. No. You sh- have to listen to the podcast. You have to listen to the podcast. Bro. Yeah, thank God the FIH don't listen Gloho anymore. Po- we can keep talking. You don't have to put another oh. thing in there. Come on. Okay. Calm, calm down. What do you got? Um, I'll tell you what I have got. There's a certain player that plays Premier League hockey here for a club not too far away from where we're recording right now. Uh, I made the mistake of um, clicking on an advert for, um, well, let's just say it's it's back as rugs and plugs of distinction, but a down under version. Uh, a copy. Well, it's you know it's it's what they do, and but yeah. it's I think it's also um, so it's for the follically challenged, okay. and it's shampoo and a tablet, and suddenly it all. Um, grows back apparently um, no trips to Turkey I've heard um, but I clicked on this video once now every time I look at Facebook Facebook Marketplace his face is there and his <laughs> his big baldy head <laughs> so just a warning if you don't want things to be turning up all the time on your 
click on your Facebook feeds. Don't click on them in the first place. Leave them alone. Leave them well and alone. Would you have clicked on this if this particular person hadn't been featured in the video that came, the face that came up? Absolutely not. It's per- thought, per- what's he doing here? Personal click. interest. Personal interest yeah. only. Just that opportunity to maybe... Is this a subject you're a bit sensitive about? I'm not personal. No, it's not something I'm sensitive about. It's, um, it's something that... It's something that I could. <laughs> it's something that I could could be used against me in future oh. if I use this information pitch side in my usual fun and bants. Oh, okay. Bants. Bants. Yeah. That's what you're calling it. Yeah. I mean, some some people call it abuse. <laughs> in some countries, it yeah. is. No, not in some. No. All of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Often okay. it is abuse. That's that's the problem. Let's let's. I've got some things, of course, we mentioned earlier on in the program, sort of. The waterless turf, Matt. A fabulous announcement from the FIH. Isn't that this week's feature story? Yeah, sort yeah. of. Um, can you take us through the details of that announcement? No. Or, oh, should no, I look them up? I haven't. So, 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 right, okay, so this is your lead feature yeah. for the show. You wrote it down. Yeah. You talked about it in the intro. Yeah. And you're not prepared for it? No. Okay, nothing, nothing new there. I'm just maintaining our lofty standards. Right, quick question for the audience. Please let me know on your individual countries. When did they start getting called their nickname? So, uh, if you if you're in Belgium, Red Lions. When did that start? Has that always been there? Has that been something in the past ten years? Um, same for South Africa, Blitzstocks. When was that introduced? Snow lotuses for when I want to know when I want to know when it started for each individual country. Email to matattherevestic.net. John has now found the latest news from the FIH. Well, Matt, this is interesting. What? When did when did this get announced? Uh, you've probably read an article on it, but it's if you go up to the interview with um, Terry Wheels. And Tyab, go up one, scroll up, scroll up. I am. Scroll up, scroll up, everybody. Oh, it's disappeared. That thing you just had on there has disappeared. Oh. Do, 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 do. You think they've got the direct feed in here again? They're listening. Oh, it must be. Um, there's. Yeah, it's probably in that, that press conference there. Click on it. We did that last week. So what's 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 um, piqued your interest? No, what the, you saw the post during the week about waterless pitches. Yeah, but we've had that out before, haven't we? There's nothing. Here, hockey zero. That's what you want, isn't it? Hockey zero. Here we go. But it takes you to the polygram. Po- sorry, polygrass. Hockey world. Polytan. Hockey world news. Yeah, well, that's come from a Dutch website. So okay. that's because um, there's a conference been held. So but with, this, with, with this is the latest on the clubs. whole thing, isn't it? It's not been announced, but they're thinking about it. After the Olympic Games in Paris, no more global tournaments will be played on water fields. That's the first line of the Hockey World News story. Yeah, so if you just quickly scroll down to the bottom, and it gives you your original source on where that article has come, so that come from. So this has been translated from. Dutch to English, so yeah, so it's from hockey.nl, the news site of the Dutch Hockey Board. But it is 
um, the translation is pretty much yeah. It's not yeah. It's not far off at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, it probably sounds like when you're talking normally, anyway. So this is a, okay. This is a story that originally is released by officially the Netherlands Hockey. So it's been bought. It's been bought. The, the the topic of discussion is born out of the FIH announcements. This article relates to the uh, conference that they've had. Do 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 that. You'll read about in a moment when you tell us all about it. Do you want me to read it all? Out? Yeah, read it out. Yeah. Okay. And can you do it with a slight Dutch accent, please? Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, after the Olympic Games... After the Olympic Games... In pa- no? Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know how well we go with that sort of thing. Come on. Just go. Come on. What are those little donut uh, things you like to eat? Poffages. Yeah? So say, say that in a Dutch accent. Poffages. In a Dutch accent, John. Poffages. Nice. That's better. Now to say After the Olympic Games in Paris, normal global tournaments will be played on water fields. A revolution in hockey. To yeah, which German, 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 German. What? That's a bit too German. See, I'm not very good at it. After yeah. the revolution. No, just relax. After you the take, revolution. Just that's take, Scottish. Take it easy. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> Look, let me just read. A revolution in... Uh, after the Olympic Games in Paris, no more global tournaments will be played on water fields. A revolution in hockey to which attention was paid during the National Congress Hockey Congress on Saturday. The Dutch clubs are following the changes closely. It was a crowded Saturday afternoon in a cafeteria on Rabobank's head office in Utrecht. Oh, reads like a romance novel. At the place where salads are usually put together, the focus was now on the green field of the future. The development of the new waterless field is in full swing, as was apparent from the presentation by field supplier Tenkate Grass. We are on the verge of a major change in the synthetic... Tenkat, Tenkat. Rob Tenkat is the umpire, isn't he? We are on the verge of a major change in synthetic turf market, hockey administrators from all over the country were told. From Haki to HIC and from Den Bosch to Pinyaka. They listened with prickly ears to the latest state of affairs in the field, a subject that fitted in seamlessly with looking at the future, working together on accessible and modern hockey sport, as the theme of the entire conference was. Uh, The 2004 Games will therefore be the last wet tournament, as Michael Vogel, the CEO of Tencat Grass, once again emphasised he revealed that the construction of a new type of field will already start this season. At Wisp, the first mat will be placed that is completely free of water, but it sounded hopeful that should not compromise on speed. We want to experiment with these fields in various places in the country. This mainly concerns the replacement of existing artificial turf pitches. A field two or a field six by fields, therefore, it had to be overhauled anyway. It is not our intention to encourage clubs to replace their good first pitches, said the grass specialist. Yeah, so it's a, it's a let's let's suck it and see and try it out, but not on our premier premier grounds. But you imagine our situation as a club with one turf, and we had the opportunity before we laid down this one on whether we would um, go for the. Uh, a cool plus platinum or we go for the turf that was going to be used at Tokyo that hadn't been tested as long well 
as a club, you've got to make a decision and go, right, well, we go with the proven thing rather than take a risk because this is a huge investment on, on behalf of our members. Now, maybe, yes, you're talking about replacing field six. That's probably the best testing ground for it, isn't it? It's, oh, right, yeah. You know. you know, and there are clubs in um, the Netherlands that have six yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. fields. and more. Yeah. Okay, we'll continue this. This is good. Technically interesting. The 2024 games will therefore be the last wet tournament. There's that. Um, the benefits, <laughs> the benefits flew over the white tables of the lunchroom. Less wear and tear, less water consumption, and a development that contributes to globalisation because there is a scarcity of water in many parts of the world. Not in the Netherlands, though. <laughs> The waterless field is being fully tested and further perfected. They noticed this at Grouche, where a practice field was built two years ago, a tentative taste of the new normal. We now have two quarter fields. Our keepers train on it, and it is a playing field for children. A third field, not a whole one, is in the works, says board member Rudbacker. It's quite nice, says Backer. But on really dry days, you notice that it is more slippery than the water field. It is then more difficult for keepers to slide or make slidings. Sometimes it requires a different technique. It's a good idea to experiment further with this, but I think it is also good that the main fields are not being replaced yet. That skid resistance must improve if you want everyone to give up their water field for it. Okay, first solution. Loads of little wheels in goalkeepers' pads. Little runners all the way through their pads. Like skates. Little, tiny little skates, but just, you, you don't... On the edges of their pads. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, on the edges of their pads. You know what? They can roll out. We make them razor sharp. Uh-huh. Not good for the turf. Hey? Not good for the turf. Well, well, well I don't know. It might be good for this type of turf. Maybe it grows. It, it, Maybe you just, you just take off the top layer and you, when you slide. I was, I'm thinking... You tel- cut it a television bit. Television audiences. Hmm? Adding something for the television audience. Blood and Not guts. The grass, mate. <laughs> In short, there are steps will be taken. We're following developments with interest. Uh, that's why we're here. After next season, we have to replace a water field. If this new dry field has already improved slightly, it's certainly an option to look at. As a club, we want to be at the forefront of this. We have held international matches at our club in the past. We'd like to continue doing that. Now, Kasper Kreut moves a ball smoothly back and forth on the small, busy demo field in the Rabo building. It feels like a rug, as if I'm back in the living room, where my mother used to not let me play hockey. <laughs> that sounds like a very familiar story. Uh, he's part of a working group, new board of the New Holland Club. Uh, of the North Holland Club, Huizen. Huizen, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I find it difficult to determine how much this will wobble. The, cl- the damping cannot yet be properly estimated, but the first impression is good. The subject of field replacement is also on the table at Houston. We must and we want to replace three. Uh, we are now discussing this with the municipality. We will also include future plans for the dry fields. We find it very interesting, but it may be a bit too early for our wish at the moment. Groot uh, also calls sliding one of the main issues. The dry fields that are built first are not for the top players. If they do play on this, then we all have to come along. I'm very 
curious how the development will continue. Of course, we like to participate in that as a club. So the curiosity has defined, definitely worked. If it's up to me, we will have a field like this within two years. Weef is close to us, if possible there, precisely. Then why not at, on Husen? Well, it's not exactly the announcement that... Um, well, it's not an announcement, is it? It's, a, it's talking about it's a meeting story. they've had on the back of back of the announcement about water pitches. Now, at the same time, we've got the you know we talked about the the carbon zero, um, uh, and the the Paris turf will be the Paris GT zero from Polytan. When it comes to water on the, it's obviously the, the, not the as far as advanced as we've been led to believe. So in Paris, play on less water. Each Olympics in Sydney has seen a reduction in the amount of water required for optimum play. For example, the Tokyo Olympic turfs required 39% less water than the turfs at Rio 2016. Polygrass Paris GT Zero continues this progress Hang on a with the introduction of Turf Glide, a new and proprietary technology which reduces the surface friction. With this technology, less water is required to lubricate the turf for fast and fluid play. Now, I just want to say one thing. Thursday night, sorry, Wednesday night, Lad came on, Vince, he's a big fella. Turf was pretty well watered by one, bar one little corner down on the right-hand side. It was fairly dry. And where did he choose to go over? Um, in that oh, area. Yeah. Turned, went, it was funny, <laughs> went flat on his face, and he was prone for quite a while. And it was like, oh, my God, he might have done something yeah. a bit nasty there. Anyway, it was all good. Just a bit of a dent in the concrete. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shock pad was knackered, yeah, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Well done, Vince. They mentioned Tokyo there. Wasn't there issues at Tokyo with the D's drying out? Um, was that the one they were having troubles? In the, no, no, I've heard their watering was very good because they had multiple cannons on at the same uh, at the it? same time. Well, yeah, two there D's. Was, there was somewhere recently, in the last three or four years, where there was issues with the... No, the, the Dutch had the fire hoses out. Oh, it might have been then, yeah, when they had, yes... Maybe that's and what, yeah. Thinking. And what do you do? You got you haven't got much um, much choice if you've uh, if you've got a cannon fail. You you've got to get the hoses out. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all good. Mm. But you know, how far along are we with that? Do you reckon? Well, it's something that interests me because of our situation within, with with our club, and uh, you know, you've got that dependent on usage, that life of five to nine years. Seven is probably when, with, with normal um, hockey usage, is probably about the time. But you look after it better, you might get a little bit more out of it. We're talking by the time that the life of our cl- current club turf is finished. Well, we should be in a position that these waterless turfs are widely in use. Yeah. Um, but then you also hear of other turfs that you know, 15 years they're still going. They're absolutely shocking. Uh, tears and rips and knackered and and uh, because they, people just can't afford to replace them. Oh, oh. How much more is it going to cost? What's the extra cost for these? Um, I, I imagine that they would be more expensive, but the big selling point would be you, it's going to cost you less in water over the life of the turf than um, your current setup. Do we pump scheme water? Bore water. Bore water. Yeah. So we don't pay for our water. Or do we have to have a licence to pump it? You're just looking at me. No, we're, no we're just... We're, we're illegally taking... <laughs> just... 
seriously. No, 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 seriously, we've just tapped into the local, yeah. local supply. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Oh, yeah. What's interesting with our setup is that there is, there's a cutoff. No, not if, everywhere can do that, but if, I don't, I don't if, um, so, so the grass grounds and local amenities, they get the priority. So you aren't going to get anything. You're not going to fill your tank up if it's being used elsewhere. Or if you empty your tank and then want to sort of fill it up, it ain't, it ain't going to do it for us. So we're the th- yeah, third use on a tertiary, whatever it is, that we're not a priority. Okay. Oh, well, you're good with the shovel. Yeah, I am. Just do your own. Yeah. <laughs> Get it done. Oh, well. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, oh, the Global yeah. Hockey Podcast, episode 276. Thank you for joining us, lady or gentleman. Um, Let's get rid you, of short corners. Are you get, well, here's, so I did some, um, <laughs> I meant, did I mention at the top of the show? Yeah, I did some high school coaching yeah. this week and we did a little um, defensive exercise. Uh, and then I realised, oh, we haven't taught you what a short corner is yet. Well, I mean, these kids are sort of five, six lessons into having never picked up a stick before, and suddenly I'm explaining the concept of a short corner. Right, I want four of you back here on the line, and a goalkeeper. We put a kid in pads for the first time. Didn't give him the whole gear because nobody can quite lift it or anything at the moment, so just pads and kickers. Um, And went through a short corner with them. Well, obviously the first one you do, I, I was doing the pushing out on it, all of them just stood square on the line. Nobody moved. Like, right, as soon as that goes, you can go. So, where do, right, you, you're going to stand there. You're going to stand there. What? On the line? Well, you can step out a little. So, they hit the ball at us. But you're running at, I'm running at the ball. Yeah, you're running at the ball. Oh, okay. It wasn't very successful, but first efforts. First efforts were okay. They got the concept. I'm good. But it's. Hockey's a tough game to coach to people that have absolutely no idea the amount of nuances that we have. It's not just get the ball and run, is it? No, it's not. And they're, no. not, they're not wearing shin pads either, which is always a bit of a concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially on short corners. You'd like to have a pair on. I mean, don't worry, they weren't trapping it at the top of the D anyway. It's, um, no one was likely to be in any danger whatsoever. No, 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 no. Not with me putting it out. 42 kilometres an hour to them. Oh, that's quick. No, it's not. It is for them. <laughs> true, true. Um, there was, but, to be fair, though, some of these school kids, John, um, what are they, be 17, year 12? Is that how old they are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, they probably deserve, need a whack. Three, three of them just kind of walked straight into the club rooms. I said, uh, you're not going to come play some hockey today? Nah. Not. Just go and have a bit of a go? Nah. All right, no worries. Oh, you'd have made a good teacher. And then in a drinks break, I've gone in. I'm right, we're doing some whiteboard sessions out here now. Because I thought, well, I'd better explain, you know, all the field positions and terminology and things. <laughs> out they come. Oh, all right. And, uh, you know, I go, go through, I don't know, 10 minutes on the whiteboard. And then at the end of the lesson, they've gone back inside again. At the end of the lesson, they're coming out. And I said, right, girls, what did you learn about hockey today? Oh. Girls or boys. How many players in a hockey team? Eleven. Well done. Very good. Excellent stuff. This area here where you can only score a goal inside this, this, this bit here. Uh, what's that called? Sixteen? 
<laughs> no, not a 16, but you're getting close. 25? Nope, not, that's enough for this week. Thanks so much, <laughs> girls. Off you go. Well done. We'll cover more next week. Am I wrong in teaching them a 16 and a 25, John? No, no of course not. No. You know, you know why I said that to them? Because you're trying to manipulate the young minds. No, because I couldn't remember what it was in metres. <laughs> Genuinely couldn't. Can't now. What is it? I don't know. Six, twelve and a half metres? top of the D. Fifteen, how many metres? It's that far. What's a 25? How many metres is that? 22. That's, 20, that's, that's a 22, it? isn't it? It's a quarter of the field, Matt. Yeah, 25. 25%. 25 is much easier to remember than 22. <laughs> um... So, short corners, short should corners. we get rid of them? Should we get rid of short corners? Because I'm, I'm just getting tired of all this safety blah, blah. We well, they're, but they're not very effective anymore, John. That's the thing. They're not very effective. And you say, if you can't score goals, the defence and the goalkeepers have got too good, so we need to change it. They've just reduce the numbers. We've talked about all these different things. Just go to three, so two players and a goalkeeper. You would, you would suggest that if we... If we kept the drag flick rule as it is, because they're not scoring anyway. Yep. But then it becomes a safety concern, doesn't it? And should we just allow them to hit again? Hit it anyway. Dress everybody up like the Michelin man. Oh, now you're talking. Full body armour for everybody. Five goalkeepers. Just let blokes tee off at it. And ladies. Well, ladies, yeah. 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 Just smash it. Yeah, anything goes. Anything goes. Five goalkeeping kits. But we could get better at that. So, it well, could, be, could be... That we, should be the kernel like of a mass, format of hockey. Hockey like, five. But you know, like five a, goalkeepers. A mascot kit where you just... It's all Velcro on the back. So you s- just step into it. Yeah. None of this individual, oh, well, I put this on my knee and this on the knee and I put my glove on this like hand. Robocop, and my glove and not that. Robocop, like a transformy thing where you just... Just step into it. You can have them already behind, behind the goal. Weaver, Sigourney Weaver in... Um, Alien. Alien. Or aliens. The second one, where she gets in that machine like that, so you're in the... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have to be turf-friendly, obviously. Warbots. Goalbots. Goalbots. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm with you. We've got to look to the future, don't we, of the game? Well, we do. And what's better than hockey bots? Oh. And we start with short corners. We start with the the hockey bots with short corners. I mean, some might say some goalkeepers are currently quite robotic themselves, particularly if they're in their obo-robo bloody gear. Oh, of course. It's already there. Done the work for us. So, yeah, more protection for players. Smash it wherever you like. Yeah, a, well, we haven't really talked about that as an option before, John. We've, we've thought about I, the safety. We've thought about trial. the run, runners liking indoor. They've got to go from outside the posts or... Um, restricting the restricting, drag, re- yeah, the height of the ball or whatever. No, let's just go for it. Just what are you? Fair. A load of pussies or what? Well, we're warriors. We're hockey players. Come on! I I've often wondered what part of a game involving a stick and a ball is going to be inherently safe. Now I'm just going to just going <laughs> to add, add this, John. I've got a nasty bruise, bang in the middle of my uh, my chest. Um, From Mrs. Finger. No. Bang. bang. No, come on. <laughs> come on. It's two, 2023, John. Um, no, it was a tackle on a 12-year-old. It was <laughs> Thursday night hockey. The ball popped up. Lucky it wasn't my, my face. Not the face! Not the face! Not the face. 
I thought it might have been the poor child's head as it impacted into your... Well, to be fair to the young fella, he did play... He lined you up and... Well, no, no, just no, no, no. He, 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 he played for us for a couple of years. His mum plays for us, and uh, past two seasons he's played for those in Maroon. So, um, I did say to him mid-game, I said, Don't "Did he seem to have more hair this week?" Coming back this year, I don't think it's a club trait. Oh, okay, no, yeah. no, oh, club deal though. It could be, eh? particularly if you got backers, rugs, and plugs with distinction involved. I did look at my vid, uh, our advert from the fiscally responsible pro league where I did yeah. uh, back as rugs and plugs and distinction advert. You're and, glorious uh, in it, by the well, way. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of similarities to the advert for the the offer, Dan. Should we should we name the company, and we might get on there? No. Why would we be on there? Is this what you're alluding to all along? You're looking Brand for a ambassador. bit of contra. No, I don't, have a look. Right, Daryl says this to me. He says, that, like, right on the top at the back, there's a bit of thinness there. I'm, I'm leaning over. I'm holding my um, oh, headphones really on the top. No, bit of a double crown, but not bold. Oh, no, far Not from. bolding. No, no. No. I'll go white before I'll go bold. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You've got at least six months left. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, it's quality this show, quality. But seriously, on short corners, like, it doesn't matter what we do to with, with them, there's going to be an inherent danger to them. And hockey's, you know, is that inherent danger worthy of changing everything around for? Or is it just, you can, you can get hit anywhere on the hockey field by a hockey ball. You don't need to be standing there. It, I don't think the risk analysis, probability, you know, actual evidence. In fact, I, some of the worst injuries I've seen didn't happen on short corners. So it's it's hard to know. And if it is inherently unsafe, if the short corners are inherently unsafe, just get rid of them. Make the call. Let's let's not continually have this piss farting around with it that just makes the game harder for everybody to understand. Umpires, players, every, it just turns into a horrible mess. What? I love short corners. I'd keep them. Pretty much the way they are with a couple of minor variations. Do we, but, need, do we need to retain a penalty, though? So does a short corner suddenly like... Okay, so soccer as an example, or foul within the box in soccer, is a penalty. Or a shoot. So as, in, as it would probably in, be in, a shoot. In hockey. But yeah. it, I reckon the rule should be whoever is in the player and fringe is the one that takes the shot. Mm. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't... I don't. Because otherwise all you do is you get people running into the Ds, rolling it on feet, and getting a, a shoot, which is a far better proposition in scoring a goal than a short corner. And which is one of the things they wanted to take out of short corner. You know, that reliant, people got so good at short corners there for, for a while. At the time we started this podcast, they were talking about this. Yeah. When they did the whole two goals for one thing. People were getting too, god, too good at short corners. It's not long ago, four or five years. Yeah. And, and we've got and a we full ne- circle back to people now saying, oh, we're not scoring very many. Very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Marshmallows. Well, that's the thing with Hockey 1, is that, that it's, you know, it's one goal for the short corner and two goals for a... No, I know it's not. It's it the, used to um, be, didn't it? That first no, it did do that. Did it. No, but it's... Um, you get a shoot you after the, You get the shoot field from, from a field goal, so you get the second opportunity for it. So... There is an opportunity to double your score from something in a field goal situation as opposed to a penalty corner because of 
the boring nature of a penalty corner, the predictability of a pen- well, penalty corner. Well, they're not corner. predictable anymore, well, are they? that's it. They're not. They're not. And can you honestly say that a penalty corner is more boring than a shoot? No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> penalty can't. corners can be great. Yeah. yeah. They can be fantastic. Anyway. And they're very different at different levels throughout the game, as in, uh, as in grades yeah, of, you know, of, absolutely. Of, of, of the game. And it might just be you've got one bloke who can smack the absolute SH1T out of a, a ball, or lady, <laughs> I don't know why I've gone this route today, um, flat, hard, and it's going to beat most people. Because it's oh, going yeah. really flat and really hard. And we've all played in those games where you get 25 short corners and score none of them. Mm. And the opposition makes one breakaway and runs down the field and scores the weakest piss-ass goal you've ever seen. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. Love them games. Yep. So Keep the short corner. We're doing that? Yeah. Okay, we're keeping the short corner. My, I did look at a local field. And we're going to tell all the safety cherubs to bugger Well, John White mentioned about... One of the options being that the short corner's got to come outside the five metre line. That five metre line that we're not, we don't, don't seem to have, have on fields anymore because there's a local turf that doesn't have it. We do have it because it was in at the time. Oh, do you want it? Do you not want it? You don't have to have it. You might have to go and paint, paint it back on there. Think of the cost to clubs that have to get, pay a line painter every week for grass games. That's going to put an extra five or a week onto the turf, isn't it? You know, per field. Hey. For your line painting costs. Okay. It's a very real problem, John. Well, they might. We, maybe we need a sort of inner circle, another inside the circle dotted line. Well, well we do need that five metres, don't we? Well, on the inside as yeah, well. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because there ain't many players that can work it out. No. <laughs> Guaranteed. Honestly, I know that's, that's just a serious put, like, thing. One, like, uh, just a whole bunch of squares, one metre those squares, balls, marked those... all the way across the <laughs> yeah, field. Yeah. Yeah, and what, and do some trigonometry or whatever. Oh, you know how far five yards was, five metres was? I, do, I think this should happen, and I've said this, and I'm going to instigate this at, at our club You're going to start point. taking a no, tape measure, aren't you? I'm going, to, I'm going to paint it on the brickwork outside when people walk into the building. This is five metres. <laughs> right? Yeah. There. It's there. Just look at it. Pace it out. Step it out yourself. See what five metres is for you in in your steps. And then, once you get out in the field, there's no doubt. This is five metres. Oh, you're not putting it up for the umpires. In fact, that's my campaign for every, every club, every hockey facility in the world, outside. Maybe we'll do it for charity. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But this is five metres. Well, we're on umpires. We're not, we weren't on umpires. No, but we saw... Well, why do you always want to break... No, I'm, I'm off to umpire in a minute, so be nice. No, I've got my whistle in the car and everything. Uh, yeah, I don't anymore. No, because yours got stolen, didn't it? City point left your window. We're going to do... Uh, keep fun, an a, eye fun, out. a fundraiser. No, uh, we're I've got to get onto Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, we're going to yeah, keep yeah. an eye out for that. Yeah. Or whistlers for hire. Yeah. Just to, you know... Yeah. Um, we have to pay for our umpires, right? It's just interesting seeing how umpiring is handled in lots of different countries. Because there was some... People talking about it on the Twitty thing. No, we don't have to pay for our umpires. You can attract a volunteer umpire to any of your games and do them absolutely free. You could, in fact, share it amongst your team through a season and everybody does one game each from the squad and you're covered. All your regular season games are covered. But 
we've chosen to prefer to play the game than umpire the game in the main. And so rather than attracting the volunteer, we now are happy to pay the, as the local minimum rate is 50 bucks for a league game. We've chosen that. Just because you don't have anybody that likes you enough to come and do it for free, or any of your, any of your, uh, none of my teammates your te- are liked any, enough. Or any, by no, but any of your teammates could be asked to pick up a whistle, and you know why? Because they don't know the rules. But they're all very happy spouting them when they're wearing the wearing the shirt on game day. But none of them are confident enough to pick up a whistle and do it themselves for free for the good of their team. I wasn't going to make it about sledging umpires. I didn't. I, I didn't mention that either. No, but like, that, that's how our system works. Because, um, as you mentioned, there are no volunteer umpires. We used to volunteer to umpires. You used to have a buy. All the grades are worked out with buys in them. Oh no! Unless you're in the top grade, they do request some volunteer umpires to go and do some premier grade yeah. games from from clubs. Um, which... They're in the same competition as them. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I think because of a short a shortage of of umpires, umpires. and it's the same, but it's the same with associations the world over. Yeah, it just doesn't sit right though that players would be asked to umpire the competition they're playing in. Uh, anyway, that wasn't your that wasn't your. No, point. that was what I wanted to talk oh. about though. Was that that? Um, what can we do? There's lots of people who come up with lots of ideas about how we can get more umpires in the game and blah 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 blah. But. Um, what, what can we do other than mandate players have to do it in the old, the old way we did it? Well, that's gone. That system is now gone because... Well, it doesn't mean because, we can't but, bring but, it back. No, no, but there is an open marketplace now to... doesn't mean we to, can't bring it back. ...to recruit umpires. So there's no tallying of whether, you know, whether you, you've actually done your shift or you've just paid for somebody else to do your shift so, well, we'll blame the players. I think it's a, we can say the problem with umpiring is players. I, I think it probably is. I think there is... Uh, For more than one reason. Well, let's just go back to the reason why people don't watch international hockey but love playing the game. Because they love playing the game. And... As much as they don't need to take any notice of what's happening globally with their national team or whatever it might be, they also, when there's a paid option to cover umpiring, they don't have to be interested in that. Now, it's to the detriment of the game because we've got a load of idiots running around on hockey fields thinking some kind of version of the rules apply, whether that be the latest or something that was in place 30 years ago. Um, but there's, it's, it's a downward spiral with it. Because you then get people that do know what they're doing umpiring, but they get dogs abused from players that are playing. They want to umpire less. Um, you you don't get players wanting to umpire because they see the abuse that other umpires who know what they're doing. So, well, all right, we'll just pay, and then I, it's just less. It's almost it's almost like you could do community service with umpiring. So punishment for your wrongs to society. You could work off your 200 hours that you've got to do doing hockey umpiring and just get abused um, on the week. I think I might be onto something here. Local hockey associations, get in touch um, with your probation, local probation services 
organisations. Let's get these people trained up with a whistle. And then at the end of their probation, they'll have the experience to go and get some paid umpiring gigs. I think I'm onto something. One of them already has an umpiring kid. Yes, that's right. A petty thief somewhere around here. Sorry. Have you heard any strange whistles in the night? No. No? You sort of wake up thinking you're in the middle of a hockey game? No. 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 It's all good. Um, Yeah. bit depressing, that. Say something funny. Yeah, I was saying. To the reverse, Dick. It's the Global fact- Hockey Podcast. We're the Gloho Po Bros. All right, Gloho Bro. bro. I'm going to do a new... I sent you an image yesterday. You did. I'm going to post that as our Twitter, this is this week's show link. Got me, you and Maggie to post. I've got a new app on the phone. I was playing with it with um, the youngest. The dog looks the really day. pleased to be in that. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter as long as she's wearing the band. That's all that matters. A bit of a Pakistan update. Why not, John? Let's go to geosuper.tv. Hockey meeting postponed after exclusion of June aid. The matter has been forwarded to Prime Minister Shabazz Sharif for the final decision. The very first meeting of the Performance Evaluation Committee on Hockey Affairs was postponed Wednesday following a controversy that erupted after the omission of Kawaja Junaid's name as a member of the body. The matter has been forwarded to Prime Minister Shabazz Sharif for the final decision. And, of course, we know what great support the Pakistani government give to hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Highly placed sources have told the news that one of the senior members of the committee took a firm stand against the omission of Kawaja Junaid and threatened to boycott such meetings that contradicted the notification issued by the PM's office on, the January, on January 26th. We will not attend any meeting that contradicts the notification unless and until we get a fresh intimation from the patron-in-chief on any such change. We will not attend the meeting, uh, he told the officials of Pakistan's sports board. Uh, so the saga rolls on oh, in what Pakistan. Um, it's just another watch this space. At the same time, there's um, news of the Pakistan Super League team, the Lahore Qualanders, um, looking to steer the national game. This is from Dawn.com. The proposed plan will commence by launching a Karachi-Lahore hockey series aimed at scouting budding players and grooming them at the high-performance centre for the future. The selected players will also be sent abroad for training. I just feel for Pakistan hockey because it's always about tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And when it comes to tomorrow, they check the bank account and somebody's nicked the money. (laughs) It appears that way. And around we go again and again. And they either go up the chain and they disappear into FIH obscurity and do a few years up there, um, never to be seen or to answer, oh, any, or, or answer any charges of previous um, issues, uh, allegations. Well, well, there are some of them that are currently receiving government support in the way of accommodation and food. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all well and good sort of coming up with, well, OK, you're offering support to this country and that country, FIH, uh, why not Pakistan? Well, we can, uh, see, uh, we can see why not Pakistan as well, because you've got to help yourself before you expect any help yeah, from anybody and else. There are plenty of good people in Pakistan who'd love to do the good thing for the sport. Yeah. Now, we just move on from that, from Pakistan, and the kind of loose link is Pakistan don't play pro league. And neither does Malaysia. Well, neither will South Africa be, oh, do, be, yes. be doing so uh, in the next round. Of course, the Nations Cup, held in South Africa, 
won by South Africa. They won the golden ticket, John, the promotion they did. to the Pro League, the FIH No, no league. league. And what do they do? Well, what is... The sensible thing, Matt. That's well, what they did. Well, some say yes. Um, the big... Uh, upset, I guess, in South Africa is that the South African Hockey Association have made this decision and informed the FIH that uh, they won't be taking up the offer to join the Pro League. But without any consultation with coaches, with players, the interim coach at the moment still not sure whether he's going to sign on full-time. And you know, here's a very good reason why he wouldn't want to because he's not been part of the decision-making process on South okay. Africa. Now, you read about the costs... And I read somewhere $700,000 in, in uh, flights and accommodation and making it happen for, for teams to be involved in this pro league. I don't know what the, the, the exact figures are, but we know that the decision from South Africa to not be part of it would be financial. Absolutely no doubt. Because just look at the support that they've given the players over the past 10 bloody years. In, Maybe not so much them, but certainly Sascock, the Olympic body, and the funding that's been available. That every other week, their South African teams looking for uh, individuals looking for funding, to, 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 paying their own way to get to things. So, mm. you know, and and how long until we we see the Irish boys doing exactly the same thing? Would love to be part of this opportunity, playing against the best to raise our ranking, play, you know, doing great things for sport and hockey in this country, and rattling the tin. Oh well, has Irish hockey got that money? Yeah. Well, it's not money that's going to pay the players either. No, so. it's not. You know, and Ireland are one of those countries, a bit like South Africa. When we spoke to Tyron a couple of weeks ago about the um, the, the talent drain, you know, you you get to anywhere near decent, and the only way you're going to make any money or expand your game is to go and play in a European league or move somewhere else around the world where there's going to be bit of cash, bit of coaching, some accommodation and all that sort of thing. No one's making a lot of money out of it, but it facilitates yeah. a hockey lifestyle. Um, Which, to be honest, happens in many sports. Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, Particularly Tier 3 sports like ours. Oh, Tier 3? Is that too high? All sports happens in, in football. You know, national competitions, when, when your best players are being... Going off and chasing the money and and the opportunity to play in the best leagues and all that sort of stuff, yeah, yeah. that that's the obvious effect. Look at the A League here in Australia. It, it's always going to suffer from blokes being able to make more money overseas than yeah. here, yeah, and be exposed to better competitions too. No, not necessarily, not necessarily. Well, not necessarily going to better competitions. You'll get a lot of players from here that will go and play in the Middle East in leagues there. Um, uh, yeah, true. But anyway, yeah. so. All right, was that it? No, you were going to say something more, weren't you? No, that's it. You done? Yeah, I'm done. No, you can't be finished talking about hockey. You never finish talking about hockey. Well, I will. I'm off to the club now. I'll be umpiring, I think. Um, if not, slinging a few powerades. Second mention of powerade in the show. Third mention. Of power, fourth mention. A lot of powerade talk in this show. Up those people at Coca-Cola Beverages are uh, listening in. Do you? Yeah, well, hopefully. There must be some media monitor type thing picks up keywords. Oh. Because otherwise, how does AI learn? Okay. And I reckon... I reckon Southern pizza and pasta. Next week, uh, we'll do a, uh, the reverse dick AI story, I Hoover think. Hoover Lake Lunch Bar. 
Will yeah. they pick that up? So Beverly, maybe, yeah, 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 and we might get a free. I want one of those Bon Me. Oh, oh the, the Smash red, Burger. The, no, the Bon Me. It's beautiful. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks, for episode 276. Join us next week. We'll be here. Hope you will be too. And uh, if you're on your way to hockey, whack it on in the car. Let your teammates listen. They'll love it.